0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Siobhan Stuff, the podcast where I, your host, Siobhan, talk about stuff. We're still in February, but I decided to do a filler episode today. I wanted to go on Reddit again. I had a friend of mine, and she said, you gotta do more filler episodes reading like the Reddit posts. So, we're gonna do that again today, because I got a meeting in about... a little over an hour, and <laughs> I wanted to get an episode out today. So here we go. So right now I'm scrolling through Reddit. I'm scrolling through Reddit on my phone, and I'm just gonna find like an interesting like little thing to react to. Okay, so here. Oh, mm, mm, okay, nine hours ago. Okay, I'm hopping straight into it. Okay, the title of this one is. Um, this is from user illustrious underscore call 3594. Nine hours ago. Okay. (laughs) It's the title, bro. This is wild. Okay. My boyfriend says he might cheat on me. What? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because what kind of shit is that? That's... Okay. Alright. I, 19 female, was hanging out with my boyfriend. 19 male. Okay. And a couple of friends. One of his guy friends asked my boyfriend to go to the club the next day, in which he agreed as long as I could come with him. I told him that I might tag along, but if he can't, or I'm sorry, but if I can't, he should just go with his boys, okay? As I was heading home for the night, my boyfriend sat in my car with me for a few minutes to talk. He proceeded to tell me that he doesn't think it's a good idea for him to go to the club, because there's always that 1% chance. I asked him what he meant by 1% chance. And he told me there's a 1% chance he might cheat on me. Somebody, this, this is not part of the story. Remind Somebody remind me to do like how they do like a little video podcast just on, uh, uh, on Spotify. Because y'all can see my face right now. Y'all, mm, okay. Mm. Anyway, he told me. He would rather go to the club a year from now because, at that time, his love for me would be stronger and there's less of a chance he will cheat then. I was infuriated that the thought of cheating even crossed his mind. This makes me question his loyalty and intentions in our relationship. I don't know how I'm supposed to trust my boyfriend after saying something like this to me. Uh, yeah, 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 me fucking either. What type of what type of shit is that? How would you... Like, why would you even say that out loud? If Even if that is true, right? First of all, one, if you think that's true, then you're just a piece of shit, right? Who doesn't deserve, you know, a loyal, loving girlfriend. Granted, I don't know this person personally, so I can't say if they're loyal and loving. I can't say that. But for you to sit up here and to say out your fucking mouth with all the audacity... Oh, yeah, there's a 1% chance I might cheat on you, so. And I know people are gonna say, but he said he didn't wanna go because he knows it's a 1% chance. But, okay. What the fuck ever? That, that doesn't make him a good person. That doesn't make him a good person at fucking all. Just because you're like, well, I won't cheat on you, so I won't go, I, 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 I'm not gonna go to the club so I don't cheat on you. What? How about you just go to the club, enjoy yourself, and not even think about, think about somebody else like that? How about that? Okay, so. Uh, So, this (laughs) one, you don't gotta read the comments. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's just one little thread, okay. Um, So, starting with user Valkyrie131313, yeah, 313s, right? They said, What the heck? I mean, good for him for being honest and all, but what 1%? Cheating is a choice, not an accident. It shouldn't depend on luck. Someone responded to that. Pe-ko-ve. not important one percent chance that one of the girls <laughs> <laughs> sorry it said one percent chance that one of the girls he will hit on <laughs> will be willing to have sex with him <laughs> honestly and then someone after that um, left underscore intern 3266 said, what a guy. <laughs> That's weird talk. Who says something like this? LOL. I don't know. Now you can't trust him. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I would go about it. Like, yeah, the honesty is there, but there's also a certain level of like, I guess, not even emotional intelligence, just intelligence in general for you not to say that to your partner. Or, even better yet, not even think about something like that. Because you're dating this person. You know, I would hope you're dating this person with the intent on like, a long-term thing. So why the fuck would you even consider- Why would that even cross your mind in the first place? Do you- I don't think people understand- Okay, so here's my personal little story to relate to this, right? I was in a relationship for, like, two years with a guy, okay, and, you know, there would be some times where, you know, like, this was my, like, my first real relationship, and this was a relationship that, like, he was, like, really invested in, so we were both kind of, like, nervous of the other person, like, maybe looking at somebody else while we were, like, dating, right? Never in that two years, no matter how angry that man made me. I never not once looked at another guy. Or even paid attention to another guy in that way. Now, did he do the same? I can't tell you. I cannot tell you. I don't know. But I do know this. He never, t- He I, I never knew about it. I'm not saying that like. Hold on. But what I'm saying is he made it clear that I was the only girl that he was like paying attention to. He didn't give me any room for doubt that he was looking at somebody else. Just because he didn't like say it. His actions, you know, proved his words or I guess lack of word whatever. But my whole thing is, you know, there are gonna be other people. It's not it's like there's other people in the world. There's seven billion of us. I heard somebody say 8 billion recently. I hope not because that's way too many fucking people. Um, The 7 billion of us on this planet. Yeah, it's not only going to be the two of y'all on this planet. So, yeah, your eyes may wander. That's just... Okay. However, you need to be smart enough. And I just mean smart enough. it, It takes nothing else but then just be fucking intelligent, right? To not... Go after somebody else when you're in a relationship with someone already. I'm not, I, I, or the least you could do, right? If you are even considering that 1%, like this guy in the post is, right? If he was considering that 1%, you should not be with that girl right now. Because why is cheating on your mind in the first fucking place? If you're dating somebody, you should not be thinking about the possibility of you cheating. What type of shit is that? That's stupid. That's absolutely fucking stupid. Girl, find somebody else. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. I'm sure you're very lovely. You find somebody else. Let him or her, whatever your preference is, okay, or them, sorry. Let he, she, or them take you out. Instead of this, please trash. All right. Thanks. Okay. So now I have another post here um, from user. A Kimbo Majestic, okay. So they say, is it fair to ask my partner for a little rent? I have opinions on this already. Just off that sentence. But I don't have any context, I'm not going to say what my opinions are yet. Let's read together. Hi, I want to start by saying I haven't asked my partner this question yet. I just want to be sure that I'm not an asshole if slash when I do. I'll preface this with some context. I bought my first property in 2020. I'm the sole owner and pay the mortgage, ground rent, and council tax. Those sound like foreign words to me. What the fuck is a ground rent? What the fuck is a council tax? Anyway, my partner and I have lived together. Okay, he wrote that wrong. I'm sorry. My partner and I have lived together for a year and a half. When we first moved in, I paid for everything because she was too unwell to work and I wanted to support her enough that me paying for her expenses seemed fair enough in her given situation. Plus, I could just about afford it, okay? Since then, my partner has started working part-time and receives disability benefits as well as universal credit, and so we agreed that it was fair for her to start paying her half of the utilities 65 pounds. The washer and dryer within the flat broke. Oh, I'm sorry. The washer and dryer within the flat broke the other day. <laughs> and she said, well, it's not for me to help. Ha- you ever read something and you just got to stop midway? Yeah, because she irritated the shit at me with this right now. She said, well, it's not for me to help pay to fix it. It's your flat, which didn't seem right with me. And she and She uses it too, so it didn't seem fair. Uh huh. Right. i was about to stop because I was like, what type of fuck shit? Okay. This essentially renders me her quote unquote rentless landlord as I essentially have landlord type responsibilities, aka pay for anything broken, upgrade to the property, etc. which she voiced she wouldn't pay for. I'm sorry, shouldn't pay for. And cater to her in the flat whilst she pays for none of it. Would it be fair to ask for rent only like something? Like a hundred to two hundred pounds for me to squirrel into a shared pot, which I'd contribute to also to do things like improve the flat or repair the things that are broken or ugly. For clarity, I pay roughly thirteen hundred pounds a month, including utilities. I want to make it clear that I do not want to profit off my partner, nor do I want to take the piss. <laughs> Is that like a is that like a uh, uh, like a slang thing? I think that's hilarious. I love that. I'm gonna I'm say that in my everyday. Catch me at work in my meeting. Kidding. Um, I just think it's unfair that she's paying me seventy pounds a month to live in the same home as me, enjoys the same benefits of a tenant, and I accept all the risk for anything that breaks slash changes while she lives here. Okay. What? What? Okay. Here's my here's my, here's my my take on partners charging each other rent. There was a post that I read. I don't know if I did it on my other uh, Reddit episode or if I was reading it, like, for leisure, whatever. But it was a post where it's, like, the girlfriend comes over and stays for, like, four days. You know, like, three or four days. And it's, like, whenever she's there. It's coming from the OP. is going to be the girl in the situation, right? So, girl goes over to her boyfriend's house, stays for about three to four days a week. He wants her to come over, okay, and spend these days, okay. Um, While she's over there, she kind of, like, minds to herself. Like, I think he had a roommate or something, I forgot. Something, but she minds to herself. She brings food over for her and her boyfriend to eat. So, she's not, like, eating up their food, right, And and, and something else I forgot. But it's like, you know, she's not just, like, using and using and using without giving back, right. So the boyfriend was like, hey, you're over here like three to four times a week. Do you mind paying some rent? And she's like, I'm sorry? And he's like, yeah, like you're over here like half the week damn near. Like, can you pay some rent or something? And she's confused. I love this song. I'm sorry. The song is playing right now. If you can hear it, I recommend it as well. It's called Easily. By Bruno Major, the song has a very special place in my heart. Anyway, but she was her 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 argument was like one: you're asking me to stay these long amount of days. Secondly, she's providing food for you and the house every time she comes over. She cleans up after herself, all stuff. She's a guest in your house, and you're still asking her to pay you rent, even though she's providing things to help out for the house a house she doesn't even live in, I don't like that. She's already providing something, like, by, you know, like, by her taking up, like, I don't want to say like that, but, like, by her being in your space, right? She's bringing, you know, food. She cleans up after herself. She's not making, like, an hour. she's not making a mess or anything like that. And my biggest thing, my biggest issue with that is you wanted her there. You asked her to stay those three, four days a week. Are you nuts? Are you fucking nuts? Now, it's absolutely one thing, you know, like, if she's there, like, every fucking day, like, every day. Doesn't clean up after herself, eats up all your food, keeps all the lights on, da-da-da-da-da. That's a whole separate instance. And, yeah, charge that hoe. Charge that hoe. However, she's not doing that. She's not doing that. She's within, you know, like, a guest's boundaries. She's not sort of empty-handed, okay? She's being, resp- she's being respectful of your space, okay? And all this other shit. So why are you asking her, especially when you want her to come over there that often in the first place, right? Why are you trying to try, whatever. That's not even this one. But this one here, right? The fact that your girlfriend in this scenario, the girlfriend in this one was like, well, it's not my place, I ain't paying for it. Y'all live together. You live together. It's not your visiting. You live together. I understand fully well. I understand fully well. Before anybody hops in my ass, I fully understand the fact that she said she was um unwell and she got disability. Okay. She can still help out with things that are within her parameters. Okay. She has a part-time job. He's not asking for like $300. He's asking for like a hundred to two hundred dollars, just to have like in like a uh, like a fund, the kind of thing. So someone that break in the apartment, didn't have money to fix it. He's not asking you to fix everything that's broken in the apartment. He's asking you to contribute to the place in which you live. That's it. What the hell is wrong with y'all? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Okay. So that's my little rant over. On like if this is this is, this isn't a um is in my asshole? But yeah, no, she's an asshole in this. Like, what the hell? Sorry, drink some water. Yeah, she's an asshole in this. What the hell? What the hell's wrong with you? Okay, um, comment time. Okay, someone um long underscore strange underscore journey says, if you ask your partner it's in capitals for help, <laughs> then they should help. If she doesn't help, she's not really a partner, is she? No! She's a moocher! Okay, Okay. another comment. Baby Hipster 991 says, the fact that you house her for over a year yet she feels no obligation to help with a broken appliance that I'm sure she uses shows her level of entitlement. He didn't say the that I'm sure she uses, that's what I said. She isn't willing to do a fraction of what you did for her. If I were you, I would be rethinking this entire arrangement. Asking for rent is perfectly reasonable. She isn't your dependent or your responsibility. I'm going to read that line one more fucking time. I'm going to read that line one more fucking time. Ooh. Asking for rent is perfectly reasonable. She isn't your dependent or your responsibility. This, this also goes out to, like, all the parents who start charging, like, their kids who are, like, 16 when they get their new job rent. Stop doing that shit. Cut that shit out. That's a whole thing for another time. But cut that shit out. They're 16. Why are they paying you 200? No. No. They are your dependents. They can't do anything. They're 16. Why are you charging a 16-year-old rent when they can't even get their own place yet? They are a they are a dependent. Are you mental? Anyway. I read the rest of the comment. <laughs> Sorry. And if she's unwilling to do that, then ask yourself if that's the type of woman you want as a long term partner. Bars, exactly. Okay. So Hmm. Okay, here's another little comment thread here. So, someone asked, um, their username is Calm I9998. Okay. They said, How much was she paying for rent before she moved in with you? Who pays for consumables that are not utilities? Oh, sorry. I guess, okay. Who pays for consumables that are not utilities? Okay. OP didn't answer that question. His response, he answered the first one How much was she paying for? Or how much was she paying? She was paying 950 pounds. Odd. I guess that means like 950 and some change or whatever, whatever, okay. Calm I replies, Are you planning on marrying and merging incomes? <laughs> a Kimbo Majestic, a lovely OP, said, and I quote, Fuck no. <laughs> hmm. That's really funny. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Absolutely fucking not. No. Um, don't do that. You're gonna set stuff up for failure, my dude. Um. There's another comment from... Okay, this is the best username I've ever found on Reddit. Are you ready? Soup on a stick. <laughs> Love that, honestly. And they said, Yes, it is fair. I don't understand why any adult assumes they can just live... Rent-slash-payment-free to any situation. She's definitely not gonna like it. It might lose her for it, but you have the right to ask. She isn't... It isn't just about money. (laughs) It is about fairness. She's putting you in a parent role that you didn't ask for. That'll reduce your love over time and make you super resentful. Bars. Okay. Okay, here we got a two-parter here from... A user cheeky-8, and then I'm going to go to the another post, okay? Maybe don't call it rent. Maybe call it joint expenses. Show her the numbers on what you're spending per month on everything from the mortgage to the household upgrades to all the utilities and groceries if that's something you pay for, too. Add it up and ask for her to pay a percentage of it. Anything up to 50% is fair. Or maybe work out an arrangement where she isn't paying the mortgage. I understand why this is tricky, because she won't own it in the end, but pays for all the utilities, groceries, and half of the home upgrades. This way, she's living under your roof rent-free, yeah, and only covers the monthly cost of living in the home instead. This way, you also have help towards things like appliances and renovations, that you both agree to, since she benefits from that too. I say that to call of rent because my parents told me that they... <laughs> I was just talking about this! <laughs> I say not to call it rent because my parents told me that they would charge me rent if I ever wanted to live with them for more than a few weeks at a time after turning 18. This hurt me a lot because I didn't feel welcome anymore. Turns out, the money would have just purely gone to groceries. Had they just told me to cover my own groceries, the message would have been totally different. I just So I would just wonder if calling it joint expenses and not having to contribute to the mortgage-slash-rent and just have her cover your joint living costs would be a better solution okay I'm gonna say two things here but I'm gonna say one thing first and then I'm we'll gonna go on to the other I think this is really fair not like fair but it's definitely like a good approach um because you know some people okay here's her hair. Okay. actually no I retract that I'm gonna ask a question so she was paying 950 uh, pounds Okay. For a place to live, so I would assume that's probably before her disability. I would assume. Um. I guess. I I, I can't. I don't know. It doesn't say. I don't know. I can, I can only assume. Okay. Or maybe she's getting like money from the whatever. It's enough to cover like the disability. is enough to cover the rent. I'm not sure. I don't know. If you had the ability, okay, to pay... Oh, wait, no. She moved in because she was unwell, right? Is that what happened? Am I just forgetting parts of this? Yeah, because she's too unwell to work. Okay. So, okay. So, not even that. Not even that. I'm not going to even go on that tangent. Here's my question. She understands then, right? What it's like to pay rent at a place, okay? She understands. She's familiar with the fact that, you know, rent slash mortgage is a thing. That monthly expenses do come up in an apartment. That things, you know, fail and you have to replace them or fix them. So why is she acting as if, you know, this is all brand new to her? Not this isn't my flat. You live here. You live here for a year and a fucking half. Just because your name isn't on this shit doesn't mean you don't fucking live there. I live with my mother for now. I I live with my mother for now, okay? But guess what? I live here. I live here. My shit is here. If you have a toothbrush somewhere, that constitutes you as living somewhere. Or setting it up. Staying there for an extended period of time. So you can be there for an extended period of time or, quote, unquote, living there. You got to put something up. You got to put something up. I lived in Los Angeles for about a year. You know, da 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 paid my rent, blah da blah, blah, blah. Coming back here, now I'm here. Because, I'm here for different reasons. But because I am fully aware of the fact that, you know, Electricity cost is higher because there's a new person. There's like another person in the house. So like a new another room to be occupied. More showers, which means more water. And since I'm the only person in my house that like goes out to work, I need to make sure I have clean clothes because the other people who live in my house are elderly and I care about them. I don't want them to get sick. And I not want to bring any sickness to the house. So I wash my clothes relatively frequently and I take a shower every night as soon as I come back from being outside. So I pay the water bill because I'm the one using the most water. I w- w- what's not clicking? What's the fuck's not clicking with that lady? What the fuck is not clicking with her? I go sit up here and be like, "Well, that's your that's your, that 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 you live here, okay?" So here's my thing, right? What if the boyfriend just left the place a fucking mess, never fixed anything, did 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 this that, the third? What's she gonna do? Exactly, she's gonna look fucking dumb. She don't look so fucking dumb. She's like, why isn't this done? Well, I like to live like this. It's my house. It's my house, right? It's my house. Now that's me being petty. That's me being absolutely fucking petty. If I was in his shoes, I would let the shit just fall a fucking apart. Not like fall apart, but like I'll let the shit get like a little bit more messy than normally would, right? On purpose. Messy enough where like the other person notices it, right? I don't like my space being dirty. But I love the revenge of being petty. So I would just let my space get like dirty enough, where it's like they'd be like, "Oh, this is not funky fresh." <laughs> and I could just say, "Oh, well, you know what? Since it's my place, you know, <laughs> you know, this is my bachelor pad. I'm sorry, my bachelorette pad. You know, like." That's what I would have said, and then one or two things are gonna happen, both of which would be beneficial, or no, three things can happen, two of which are beneficial. Okay, one, she'll just uh, uh like fall into it, like she'll just go right along with you. And that's a bad thing. We don't want that to happen. It's a possibility because she could just be like, oh, whatever. I see, th- I see his angle. or she just doesn't care. Okay, either one of the two, and she just falls back. She doesn't do anything, she doesn't do anything fucking now, anyway. But she's gonna do the less of nothing, okay? Now, the good things that want to happen either one, she gets fed up and you know, pitches in, right? Be like, All right, what's your angle here? Is this because of the washer? Okay, I'll put some towards the-. like begrudgingly, but it still gets done, okay? Or she gets fed up she leaves. I understand, you know, like breaking up with somebody is like whatever, It's, like not the best thing, like you want to avoid that. But if your partner is not being a partner to you, you deserve a better partner. Now say that again, I'll say it a bit slowly. If your partner is not being a good partner to you, you deserve a new partner. Literally, that's that's all it is. It's all it is. Can't sit up here and complain. About you, know, oh my gosh, he pissed me off. When we when we get a wholesome story, when will I get like a wholesome story here? I am <clears throat> gonna read this one, There's two that I want to read right here. But I wanna, I really want to read this one because this one I've been really feeling now. And I want to bring this up because you know it is February and. Black History Month, you know, it's, it's Month of Love and Black History Month. And me as a black woman, I really want to take this month to focus on self-love for me as a woman and self-love in terms of me being black, okay? But this is something that I've struggled with. I'm. Gonna, it's, it's about the post, right? The post title um, by username Holimi. What the fuck? old of me baby toad okay um their title is i always get the urge to cut everyone off then disappear and that is something i'm struggling with too not because the people in my life are bad like bad people right i think they fan- i think they're fine people but i feel like I'm not going to get into that right now. I'm going to read this first, and then I'll probably da-da-da. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, 24-year-old female. I laugh because like I'm 23, so that's just like really close in age for me. I always get the urge to pack my stuff, cut off all friends and family, and my boyfriend, just to run away to some secluded place and live a new life. Throw away my phone and just be no one. I get along great- With all the people I sometimes think about cutting off, and I don't know why I feel this way. I've already moved abroad with my best friend and boyfriend, but I feel like it's not enough. I get the urge to do it alone. I'm not even a social person. I find it hard to make new friends. I don't understand why I felt this way, and I've felt this way for many years. Maybe somebody can give me an explanation. See, this person right here... First of all, I am very thankful I found this post because... Like, this person really kind of was, like, said it all. Not all, because my experience is a little different, clearly. But, you know, that's... that's, I, I like finding things I can relate to. It, it helps me feel, like, not alone, I guess. That my problems aren't, like, just me-specific. These are problems that everybody else goes through. So, I'm very lucky. That's what I'm trying to say. These happen often, so... If I need help in that problem, I can easily find it, or find it easier than I thought. Okay. But in my personal experience with this, yeah, I've been going through this a lot. Um, any of my friends who are listening, they know that like sometimes I'll just like reply for like like I'd be so good at replying like blah 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 blah, and all of a sudden, it's gonna go for like two weeks. Because <laughs> um, I'm going through something like that. I I, I don't know what it is. Uh. And they say like, I don't know, like just wanna like let everything go and start over and like there's reasons why I want to do that in my own personal life. I just feel as though the people who I'm around um our I guess relationships with each other aren't beneficial to both parties. You know. And I find that especially true with like adult friends because like, yeah, you know, like I have some friends who I've been friends with since like I was like 13 in high school. Right. But like over a decade later, there are some people who I know who haven't changed or people who have changed um, and our ideals and what we deem as important. Or more viable in our lives. Those beliefs don't align much anymore. So it's nothing against like them as people. I think they're fantastic people. Otherwise I would have been friends with them in the first place. But I think a lot of my friendships and relationships are kind of on thin ropes. And I don't like that. Not for the reason you think. I, I think it's more like I don't like that because I didn't communicate these things to my friends. Or the people who I have these relationships with, and instead of communicating and being like, "Hey, I feel like blase, blase," I'll just do she's a phantom, right? And I just go ghost, right? I gotta stop doing that. That's not healthy. I can't expect people to live up to my expectations for things if I never express what those expectations are. That's foolish behavior. That's clown behavior. Nobody can read my mind. So, yeah, that's yeah. So there's that. Um, I just I got I got to stop doing that. It's a really bad habit. But there's just something about just being by myself that just brings me a lot of peace. A lot of peace that I didn't exactly get before in my life i think in 2020 yeah in 2020 slash 2021 i regained like a lot of my self-love and self-confidence so now i guess i can kind of be more comfortable with being with myself a lot of the time like back in like before 2020, like, not even pandemic-related, but it's like, before 2020, right, I was always so, so dependent on, like, people's validation of me, because I was just so insecure in myself, so I would try to go out, like, all the time, make so many friends, trying to be super popular, you know, that whole kind of thing, not, like, popular, but, like, because I'm not in fucking high school no more, but, like, well-known, and people liked being around me and, 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 personable. I I was try, trying to be more personable, right? It, it didn't work. <laughs> those relationships that I, I'm sorry, quote-unquote relationships that I built with those people were just very shallow, didn't go anywhere, didn't progress more than just like a, hey, how's the weather type conversations, right? So that's, you know, that's all on me. That's all on me. But now, since I've gotten more comfortable with myself, I realized that a lot of these relationships that I, you know, made back then that I'm still in now, I don't really enjoy them anymore. So I guess I need to take a moment to just kind of have some conversations with some people and be like, hey, it's been like way too fucking long. Why are you still the same person from like 2007? Like, I don't I don't get it. Okay. Okay. But enough of me. Let's get into these comments. Admirable Lunch 70, 7, mm, 7806 says, Sounds like therapy is needed to address your need to, basically, disconnect yourself from all social and family connections. Because on any level of health in this, I understand the need for self-care and time to yourself, but never to the point where you want to throw away technology and cut off all contacts as you described. Therapy does help. I think that's part of the reason why I've, like, acknowledged this and came to this realization. is a wonderful tool. I'll always advocate for therapy uh, for whatever reason it may be. Whatever reason it may be, I recommend therapy. I think it's a fantastic way to kind of, like, ooh, especially if you feel like you had nobody to talk to, to, get your feelings out. Growing up, I never felt like I had like a safe space to talk about my feelings. Never. In my fucking life. Really, I didn't. Not because the people, or not because always the people I thought were like mean and considered jerks, right? There are just moments where I had to, I fed myself lies thinking that, hey, they don't care. Shut up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Shut the shit up. Shut the shut up. Shut, 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 shut the shit up. Like, I thought nobody cared. So, I would keep a lot of things to myself, but then I'd go to my therapist, and I would try to, like, be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm poly-perfect, nothing's wrong. But then my therapist looked at me, like, then why the fuck are you here? What's your insurance paying me for? And I was like, you know what, I guess I should be honest then, because at that point, you're absolutely right, um... So then I started like, you know, talking to her, like actually about like what the fuck I'm going going through. And then it helped me out a lot. I really do. And I think that's how I'm got I've gotten to where I am today where I'm able to really pinpoint what I'm feeling and articulate how those how certain actions or emotions made me feel and I am in tune to my emotions and how certain things make me feel. So very happy for that. Therapy's fantastic. It's there for a lot of stuff. A lot of different things. So if you want to get into some self love do some therapy the, the, ah stop it it's it's so it's so great to have like someone who you can like talk to, and I understand the fact that somebody might be like well they get you just they they get paid to listen, yeah, but they also get paid to help so i if if you feel that kind of way about like well they're just sitting here listening to me and they get paid they also get paid to help you. And I know that might seem like not as like much better, but believe me like when I say like therapists do this because they want to help, not because they just get money from it. Believe me. Some jobs, like yeah, people just work to take money. Like uh, I have an, I have a job where I'm like a line cook. Yeah, that job's just for the money. That job is just for the money. I don't enjoy the job in any capacity. The people I work with, yeah, but the actual job? No, fucking hate that job. But if you kind of realize the fact that there's people out there who actually want to help you, whether you believe it or not, it'll make going to therapy a lot easier. Okay. Sorry, but... <laughs> um, Here's another comment from Elise 11... Mm, sorry. 11233. Okay, sure. I've done the trying to create a new life thing a few times now. And trying to change these habits of mine I spoke with a therapist who explained to me it's an anxiety response. In a fight or f- in a fight or flight response, your response is flight. You might just have a little more extreme version of it. Is what I remember her saying, Is anxiety something you may have struggled with. I never had attributed I never had attributed to that, but in retrospect, it made a lot of sense for myself. I never even saw myself as particularly anxious. Because my anxiety didn't show up in the way it's often portrayed to us. And that's another thing. I really like this comment because this person knows themselves well enough to see the fact that anxiety looks different in everybody. Anxiety isn't always like the same for everybody. I have really bad anxiety too. People look at me like, you have anxiety? You talk a lot. Yeah, I talk a lot because I'm fucking nervous. Like why do you think I talk? Why do you think I read one of these podcasts all the time? I I I'm nervous doing this. <laughs> also, probably because I never script these things out like I should. I feel like my thoughts kind of flow a lot more better when they come straight from the dome. But no, like me talking a lot is a like a anxiety thing, you know. But also, like trying to run away from my problems and isolate myself is definitely a fight or flight response. There's different triggers to it, for sure, for everybody. For some reason, um, for some people, sorry, fight or flight might not come from anxiety. It may come from another feeling that they may have. Like, they feel sad, so what do they want to do? Do they want to fight? Or do they want to flight? It happens, okay? But, um, yeah, therapy, once again, the whole fight or flight thing, I definitely get that. Here is a comment that I find interesting from love friends lovers okay I felt wanderlust before mostly when I was in my early 20s I did wander everywhere but everywhere I went there I was I eventually realized that it was the clouds which I brought with me I wanted to escape not the people in no those situations now I'm a frontline health worker during the pandemic do CPR on street corners with a respirator on and I'm finally happy I found that the deepest space was inside. I could travel and go explore and change the map, I'm sorry, and change the world from the inside out. The inside territories became the map that said there be monsters inside. So I went in there and slayed them. I find endless mysteries within. There's more inside us than our minds. There's something which has been passed on orally since the What word is that? Elusionian, what the hell? Sorry, E L E U S I N I A N. Bars, mysteries, and before. What are you really looking for? Why do you feel restless? Where's your grail? Consider it. I like. I really like that response too. I really like that response too. I feel like it kind of ties into like a lot of what the other people were saying, but like in a different way. So she's essentially saying in like a more like spiritual kind of way, right? Look in yourself and, you know, solve these problems in yourself, which is once again, you know, like therapy is an example, but also if you're really into the spiritual stuff, like crystal healing or like, um, affirmations or shadow work, especially, Shadow work is something that I've been doing a lot and that has really opened up a lot of doors or a lot of like blinds in my brain. Like a lot of things that were blocked, I can kind of see now. It's it's cool. It's really nifty. Um, Yeah, but I guess you've got to look inside yourself and realize like what's making you feel this way. And how can you get out of feeling that way? Because yeah, it is like unhealthy to kinda like just wanna ditch everybody and everything. Cause I keep making the statement a lot. Humans are social creatures. You can say that you're fine without somebody, but that's only gonna be a temporary thing. You're always gonna wanna have somebody in your corner at like arm's reach, you know? You can sit up here and say, Well oh, I'm a hard nigga. I don't need nobody At the end of the day, you you want somebody. It's not on your forefront. But you do. That's just how people are. So I really like that. I'm going to read one more post and then we're going to go. Okay. So I think I'm going to read. I'm going to read this one. I don't know wholesome actually. These are all sad. Okay, <laughs> here's one that's a little bit funny, more lighthearted. Okay, <laughs> um, user throw r a love you says, <laughs> accidentally said I love you on the second date. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> okay, so they said, okay, so basically I'm an idiot and my words don't always come out right. Instead of saying I love that about you I said I love you oh, I tried to correct myself but I still said what I said this was on the second date way too early he brushed it he seemed to brush it off but I'm worried it' scared him that it will scare him sorry what should I say if anything so <laughs> there's an edit I'm gonna read the edit after I read like a couple comments but <laughs> one of my favorite um comments that I'm scrolling through <laughs> it's from. Your favorite hobbit, you're damn right you are with this comment. He said, Try really hard not to propose on a third date. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. That's really funny. And then OP replied further down the line and said, Damn, so I shouldn't pop the question yet? Next you'll tell me it's too early to discuss what religion will raise our potential children? (laughs) Um, but this comment from Alarmed Broccoli 3131 says, "Honestly, I think if he has a sense of humor, he would think it's funny and make a joke about how you won't propose on the third date. <laughs> it's human that you were just nervous and you said that. Things can happen and things can be funny. Yeah. Another um, another uh user, Killa Killacon64 said." If you just brush it off and didn't really react, then it's no big deal and just keep on doing you. Good advice. People make mistakes all the time. Um I think when someone first told me that they loved me, my ex-boyfriend told me that he loved me for the first time. I was like, A oh, worm? I mean, I see why. Kidding. <laughs> No, but I think stuff like that is just, like, really funny. Um, I think also, just, like, me being me, I think when you say stuff like that, like, you know, I know, like, what they meant to say was, I love that about you. But so they said, I love you. I think that just shows the kind of person that they are in a very good way. They're not afraid to, like, express that they like something about you or that that they like something. You have a lot of people who are just, like, really... I don't know, like, finicky with their emotions, but like they try to hide them, try to suppress them, and be like, don't don't show them that you're interested until, like, date 37. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. However, I don't think you should be going around telling people that you love them. Well, no. Nah, no. If you just met them, probably not. But if like, you have, like, a friend or something, you know, for a while, like, I love you, friend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't I have no problems with people showing me that they love me. I know there's different love. yeah there's different levels of love. So somebody says like if somebody if this guy that I'm seeing, right? He told me he loved me, I'd be a little now that one I'd be a little like mm about because for reasons I will not say in this podcast because that's my personal life and y'all need to know about that. But if he said that to me be a little like A little off-put, but I'd be more happy than off-put because I know, like, his feelings towards me, right? If I had a friend come up to me and be like, oh, I love you, Siobhan, I'd be like, I don't think nothing of it. Because, like, oh, I love this friend, too. Like, we're friends. I love them. I love my friends. I want to take care of my friends, right? Stuff like that. I don't think saying your true intentions or your true feelings is always a bad thing you have always reworded differently, sure, but I don't think saying your emotions is a bad thing. It never is. Um, oh, look at look at me. Um, <laughs> me and user um <laughs> ball hang low. <laughs> just the one ball, not the two. Okay, just to be clear, telling someone you love them, even on accident, is a nice thing. If they walk away even after you explained and apologized, then screw them. Don't change you. You are cool. And with that lovely comment right there, ladies and germs, I'm going to end it. Thank you very much for joining me on the little filler episode today. Hope you got some laughs or some insight on some things. Um, we'll be talking about more love, relationship, and black stuff for the rest of this month. So feel free to stay tuned for what's coming up. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next episode... But I do know two things to be true. That one, I, your host, Siobhan, will be here. And secondly, they're going to be talking about some stuff. Peace out. Take care. Yay!